0: Hello, Kids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with the two usual suspects of Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rain. Really excited as we are getting ready for All-Star Weekend. One more game for the Washington Wizards tomorrow night as we are recording this against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, it's All-Star break, everybody. I'm really excited about it, but that also, I guess, kind of means that it's... The halfway mark of the nba season so I mean, we're to speak way past half, we're though. way past the realistic half but i feel like this is like okay everybody takes a break and then we get ready for the big playoff push or i guess all season push for some teams uh let's first start with just a season recap uh jacob we'll start with you when you look back on what's happened so far this season what's either been the biggest storyline or the best game, whatever comes to mind when you think about what happened so far in this first half.
1: Those two questions are very easy. Very easy? Um, the best game was the Cavs game, and it's not often I say the best game was a loss, but there's no question that in terms of excitement, um, headlines, etc., that was the best game of the year so far, and I'm fine with it being in a loss because that game, that game was phenomenal. Um, and the storyline of the season is the turnaround. Um, mm-hmm. If you're grading the season... I think you have to give two different grades because the grade for November was an F, and the grade for December first on is an A plus. An A plus. <laughs> how could you give it <laughs> well, anything I else? They're the best team. December,
0: in the... Was like okay, December was like a C plus. Okay, fine. December's like a B. A.
1: Just January and February A Whatever. <laughs> I, semantics, but the turnaround is the storyline, and um, it's been spectacular.
2: Jeremy, I think I think that's. Pretty accurate. Obviously, when we talked about this back in September, October, kind of gearing up for the season, we gave our expectations. I think the realistic thought was we all thought this team could probably get back to the playoffs and be, you know, win 40 something games again and be what we saw closer to two and three years ago. But then after that start, it kind of, you kind of had hesitations because then it was a full season of missing expectations and then another, basically another month of it. But I think that Jacob's right. I mean, that this turnaround and the way that they've been playing the last six weeks or so that's, that blows away even what they did when they were, you know, when they had Pierce here and the year, the first year they went to the playoffs. I call game. Well, yeah. And, but the way they've been playing has just been, They've put themselves in a in a category now where people are talking about them as a team that's going to challenge for the for the Eastern title. You know, mm-hmm. to to take down the Cavs, which even when we were two and three years ago, nobody put us in that category. Even when yeah. we were playing well, they said, you know, the Wizards are up and coming. They have John and Brad are the goal was stars. always the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh-huh. Yes, and it was like who could who could make it? Maybe they, if things went well, they could make it there. Maybe, but a lot of people wouldn't even have put us there then mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden after you know after that Cleveland game that Jacob mentioned which is the game that really I think put this team on the map nationally because it was a nationally televised game it had it had all the hype leading into it and it outdid all the all the hype that we had you know all the pre-game hype it just outdid everything and how the game actually turned out um, and they took and the champs to to overtime and you
1: and know and you think about that game and I know that we discussed this on Uh, A previous podcast but to keep talking about to keep talking about it a little bit more you talk about there there are there certainly there are other teams that have beaten cleveland this year right and so one might say well plenty of teams have beaten cleveland what's the big deal about losing to cleveland Mm -hmm. not every team gets cleveland's best yeah cleveland is a team that essentially spends the season on cruise control until the playoffs there are only certain games during the season that Cleveland says, hey, we're going to get up for this one and we're going to play like it's a playoff atmosphere. And that is what that game was. It was playoff atmosphere, the crowd, everything else. Cleveland was not on cruise control. If, that, if Cleveland goes on cruise control for that game and treats it like a February game against any other team, yeah, we we win that game. Yeah,
0: hey, but Heck, last year, didn't they sit Kyrie and LeBron when they
2: came into town? Now, I know the Wizards were a different team, yeah. but... They did do that, and and to further Jacob's point, the Wizards have beaten Cleveland before. Yeah. they've had a couple. They won in they Cleveland. They crushed them last year. They right, won in the, Cleveland. Yeah, they had a great defensive game. You know, they held them to like their season low. I remember mm-hmm. like eighty something points. I remember that game early last year. So it's that's why it's hard. It's hard to just point to that one game and be, you know to try to explain to someone like in a vacuum. Oh well, they basically. Challenge the champs in one game, so therefore you know you can't do that, but So you can't just say that but for all you know that for all the national media that were here and all the people that were watching Just seeing how the Wizards played it was more about how they played in that game How Cleveland was playing the back and forth that made it feel like a playoff game and made people think wow This Wizards team is legit this team is for real because this is this looks like playoff Cleveland and the Wizards looks like they can play right with them and now a lot of people are saying the Cavs are vulnerable they're not a lock for the East I don't know it's still LeBron's team it's LeBron's conference He's the defending champ, and the team is the defending champ. So and don't don't
1: sleep on Boston. That team is yeah, really yeah. good as well. And the, Toronto
2: just got Serge Ibaka. Right. The whole and, Eastern and, Conference is is it's going to be tough. It's not Atlanta like, is
1: str- Atlanta is still is still playing pretty decent ball, and mm-hmm. um, a team like the Pacers could get hot. Um, another thing that I want to talk about is that after 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 the Cleveland game, right? You had you had f- I believe you had four more games until the All Star break. Yeah. Um, there was there was the opportunity for this team to after that game to go into like tank to not I don't want to say tank but to go but to not you know play may, as well not before. to play as well maybe you, maybe you skitter into the all-star rate one in three people mm-hmm. people people aren't really like thinking that much of it because the okay. team's still been so good but no they've gone out and they've won the next three games yeah um the performance against Brooklyn the OKC was... Ba- the was sound. The, the sound performance against OKC beating. was unbelievable. Yeah. Simply unbelievable. The performance against Indiana was good. That was a really hot team that came in here. Mm-hmm. And the performance against Brooklyn was bad. Right. There was only one good thing about that game. Literally one. One. I will only give one good thing to that entire game. The fact that they won the game. The fact game. that they won the game.
0: <laughs> and that's all that matters.
1: No, nobody, nobody, nobody cares about the fact that that game went to... Uh,
0: Went to overtime. overtime and they
1: played poorly. Yeah. It's just the fact that we won at this point. And that's I – know, I know I've know, i stressed this, but getting wins when you're not playing well, weekday nights against really bad teams, yeah. that's hard, easier said than done in the NBA over a long schedule.
0: And so it, it is a very long schedule that's coming to a halt. They play Indiana tonight. But we're only halfway night. done. We're halfway. But I feel like to We've me. We played like I'm 60 games. We have no, like no, no. six more home games the, the rest to, of the year. I'm going to get to why we still have not seen the longest part of the We haven't even schedule. gone out west yet.
2: Right. Twice. Okay, we so
0: we'll get into that later. I know but Jeremy's looking forward to those four days in play. Bel- <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying. Okay, but Indiana tonight. So what do we put – or tomorrow night, excuse me. What do we put into that game? Is that – Another trap game where it's like, hey, no, let's close out this first half of the season. Let's go into it's, the All-Star break with one last W on the road.
1: It's a game that uh, I that I'd like to have, as I'd like to have every game. But I'm not putting too much stock into that one game. Yeah. If you told me that we could go three and one on the four games after Cleveland before the break, I'd be thrilled. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's that. Yeah, I don't know what you want to call it, trap game. I mean, it's both teams. Like, both the the Pacers, all the Pacers are going to have all their bags packed, everything ready to get the heck out of... I mean, they're the home team, so they're going to be ready to leave basically after the game, Friday morning for wherever they're all going on vacation. Um, Some of the Wizards, I'm sure, have that stuff planned. You kind of have to just be a pro and try not to think about that. You got to go do the job. And the Pacers are going to be playing the second night of a back-to-back because they have the... Cavs on Wednesday night so the Wizards will be well rested ready for their final game Um, John's the only one that's going to be participating at All-Star as far as we know right now yeah Um, as we're
1: recording this as we're recording recording this this, Kevin Loves replacement has not been named I think it's safe to say we'd all really like to be Bradley Beal but yeah I we don't know what's going to happen I saw on NBA.com today um five out of the seven writers picked beal as the replacement i think
0: and what about maybe jimmy butler decides not to play either it's possible right? jimmy There's butler could decide not to play he's
1: pretty banged up um, yeah i suspect he'll give it a go though i because I, a guy like butler he could just play like 10 to 12 minutes or yeah. something like that yeah. and, and be a part of it but yeah um because he's not hurt enough to not play games for the bulls yeah but um i know jeremy was saying before um he suspects they'll take a big man in place of love, which yeah. it's hard to disagree with.
0: Especially because it is, there are so many guards, shooting guards, point guards. Now they're all just combo guards on the team already. So it's going to be kind of a long shot for Beal. But what's been amazing for Beal, I don't consider it necessarily be a long shot, but he's been healthy this entire season. Shh. He's having a career year. Shh. Wall's having a career year. Otto's the number one three-pointer in the league. Mm-hmm. marching Gortet and John Wall are the only duo to have over 30 double-doubles in the same game. I mean, this team, Marky Morris have. of late, oh, has I been see, great, right? I mean, this is amazing how well this team is playing. This is almost a career year for everyone on the team. That's a starter.
2: Almost, and that's why... That's why they're going to be dangerous they have a legit argument to say that they have the best starting five in the eastern conference if i mean if i don't like to get into all that kind of stuff cuz that's just kind of like you know what does that really mean but yeah but they have a legit starting five and five guys that are playing so well together that unit is it just, it's all kind of clicking that mm-hmm. you, like you said, m- well, wall and Beal career years. They're obviously the two best players on the team, the two best scorers. but the other three guys, I mean, they have been outstanding. And yeah. c- the way Keefe's played over the last six weeks has just, I mean, he's taken his game to another level Otto Obviously the whole season has just been shooting the lights out and leading the league in three point shooting. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would have predicted that. Um, and, uh, and March has just been as good as he's kind of the solid rock center, middle of the the defense type piece that he's always been but he's uh, You know always underappreciated but a key component to that and now they're healthy again. Jan Mahimi's back We'll see how they mix him in to, for the last couple of months of the season and what kind of role he could play in the postseason so I, I I'm just really high on w- Sort of the the ceiling for where this team could be as we kind of get into this stretch run.
0: It's amazing. The Wizards are twenty-seven and nine over the last thirty-six games. Seven and three in the last twenty. Nine and one over seven the last seven and three in their last 20? twenty. 17 and three there in their last go. twenty. Nine and one over the last ten. That is the best record in the NBA yep. at least in a ten-game span. Most yeah. home it's wins just, in the league. It's it's just. Phenomenal yeah, better. That I they're think
2: playing. they're better than Golden State over yes. the last since eight January sixteenth, I think. Since in the last month, I believe they're Golden State's like eight a, two over the last game. ten. But um, sorry, I lost my train no. It's of thought. just a but um, I mean no that that just furthers the point of just how well they've been playing. Um, you know over over this stretch, it's it's been probably the best stretch we've ever seen since mm-hmm. since covering the Wizards over these last five six years at least since I've been here. Um,
0: and it's also amazing that even on the defensive end, they've held opponents to a league low four th- four th- 43%, well, 44% if you round up over the last 20 games. You know, second in the NBA f- at 49% from the field of the offensive end. So they're really getting mm-hmm. it done on both ends, which is similar to what Golden State amazingly is doing in the West Coast.
2: Yeah, and think about the losses. I mean, this team is uh, Marcus Morris, who keeps mm-hmm. twin brother, tip in away and a lebron miracle 3 yep. at the buzzer yep. from a 15 or 16 game winning streak mm-hmm. i mean you think about how close they really are to that's true, that's on this that's run to be uh, to be on basically a franchise record setting winning streak forget home winning streak just an overall yeah. they're that close to it um and, yeah, and they i mean they've been blowing teams out they've been winning fourth quarter games they win uh, i think they've scored over 100 points in 22 straight games now which is That's amazing which is the longest streak that this franchise has done that in about 30 30 years um it, it, the stat you know there's you there's can go so down the stats, list and look yeah. at the stats of what the team has done you know scott brooks coach of the month in january he's a front runner i think for coach of the year at this mm-hmm. point depending on where the wizards end up and uh it's um it's exciting. We know. Uh, are we gonna? I don't know if we're getting into the what's coming ahead in yes, March. But first,
0: let's talk about All-Star before we okay. go there. Okay. How excited are you for another year of All-Star uh, festivities? I remember last time in New Orleans being there when John Wall got the dunk contest. Bradley Beal was so close to winning the three-point contest. Uh, and I thought Wall had a good showing in the All-Star game. Um, but, uh, Jeremy, you're the only one going of the three of us in this room. So you have to represent.
2: Yeah. Well, you, I don't want to be a downer on this and say <laughs> scene one, scene in them all, <laughs> especially <laughs> since we've already done New Orleans and kind of done the whole thing. But but it, it's fun. It's it's a fun weekend. It's kind of a big, like you said, it's a big party. Um,
0: and John Wall is a four time All Star, but it was great on his, uh, you know, he was with Hannah Storm one on one this yeah. morning. He talked, he was basically making a pitch for Beale to make it, which yep. would be amazing for them to go back to New Orleans together again. Right it you know, and it's and a good segment represent.
1: with Hannah Storm yeah. yeah
0: it was really good he yeah. did a good job
2: and it, it would be great to see Beal go it, I think he's absolutely deserving there's just so many good guards it's so difficult to break yeah. that but he certainly is a, uh, he's playing at an all-star level so I, that's all we could have asked for out of him after his big contract in the offseason yeah um, that's been great. He's but backed that up in a big way. Yeah. Yeah, and John will be back in the skills contest Saturday night. Yeah, that Which too. is cool because he hasn't done that in a few years.
0: Are you going to go to all uh, of these events?
2: Oh, yeah. I'll be following John for about 72 hours. As
1: Jeremy says, John's schedule is his
0: schedule. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you can't find a way to fit Harris in there. <laughs> I, I have no
2: doubt that Jeremy will find a way to fit Harris in. Of course, John <laughs> yes. might find a way to fit Harris in too. John who knows? Might yes.
0: do. Little Bourbon Street Harris and All Star Game, huh, yeah. good mix. Oh, I said and it's, it's Mardi Gras, it's right? Yep.
2: Yeah, it's. I think it's the first weekend of Mardi Gras. It's, oh my uh, god. It's, it's a big party. It's the whole thing is just a kind of a big celebration for the NBA to really show off all their players, the events. Yeah. Um, you know the community service events they do. The you know the celebrity games there the rising stars are all there. Um, it's so a lot of people for
0: all of your fans. Do you want to tell them where you're you're gonna have like your media availability? They can for, come and greet you at the hotel. For or my
2: fan, no, I'll stay I'll stay under the radar. Hopefully behind <laughs> the cameras, <laughs> behind the phones. But you'll see plenty of the coverage on. We'll all look of uh, we'll look forward
1: to stories on the next yeah. episode of uh, the pod when yeah. j- when you got when we all get back. That's right,
0: that's right. And when we get back, I think the toughest road. Is ahead for the Washington Wizards. March only is a do bear. March is a bear. Ten games, ten home games left. But March, I mean, look at all of the road games they have. It's out of control to have over ten road games. You know, the most number of back to backs the entire season, also in March. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. And my question to you guys is
1: that Cleveland Lakers Clippers it's, Jazz it's Warriors
2: just, road trip <laughs> is awful.
0: That, that's Will a, the Wizards come back down to earth a little bit? Well, I,
2: I mean, they could still play really well and still find yeah, out, you know, not win three. a lot of those games. That's just going to be back just, to back, home and home, ba- I guess, with just, Toronto. Just how the schedule works out and how tough. I mean, every West Coast road game is a tough game. I don't care who they're playing. Those are all not there. None of those games are like easy wins or it's games that like you just kind of can go out and cruise and win. Yeah, like. You, you know at phoenix at denver at portland at sacramento those games you know those are sub 500 teams but that's not going to be easy you know that's the first road trip in early you going to clean
0: up in per diem in march <laughs>
2: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah a, okay <laughs> the per diem the per diem will be flowing but uh oh my god but there is it that's a really a brutal march schedule and so they probably are that's why you know i was thinking about the possibility of this team winning 50 games which just mm-hmm. hasn't been done in about 35 in 37 time. years and it, it's 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 it looks like it's within reach if you just think about the math. But there's just so many tough games and a tough stretch that it's going to be hard to just put up win you know to get on like a win eight out of ten in that stretch. Even then, you finish the season. You know, April's only has what five. Six games, yeah. four out of six are on the road. You finished in Detroit, and Miami. Who knows? Two teams that will could be battling for right. playoff seeding, playoff yeah. spots. Yeah, for that yeah. Matter. who knows where we're going to be, where the Wizards will be in terms of seeding. Like wh- who's going to be playing? You also have to. I mean, Scott Brooks at some point in March, depending on where the Wizards are in the standings, when do you start thinking about giving guys a night off? Absolutely, and giving yeah. guys a you know with all those back to backs, are you really going to grind these guys through all of that? Uh, no. If the, if they're comfortably sort of in a three two three four somewhere in that range, um, you know you don't want to give up games and just take losses. But at the same time, the most important thing is going to be having this team yeah. healthy and ready for. April 15th when the playoffs start.
0: Especially because, at least for scoring, it's such a starters-laden team. Oh, well, like yeah, you, you exactly. Know, you, it's relying on those five guys to really get yeah. it done.
2: And as we, we've talked a lot about how great that starting five is, and they they carry the load. But the trade deadline's coming up in a week, and I know yeah. the team just got Mahimi back, which is like adding a player because yeah. they haven't had him all year. But i would looking forward to
1: seeing what he can do when he shakes the rust off. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and to segue into trade talks, you know, I was Monday morning um, watching Sports Center, and Tim Legler was like, about an hour ago I had the Wizards playing the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals, but not after this trade with Serge Ibaka. Now it's Toronto and Cleveland. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But, mm. you know, family, friends, coworkers, that's all we kind of have been talking about. Like, what will the Wizards do? And mm-hmm. should they do anything considering the way they're playing?
2: It's it's something. It's certainly worth talking about. I think the way that they've played these last six weeks makes it look like could they really contend now in the East? Do? Mm-hmm. Like, do they make a move? I don't think there's going to be. You know, I don't think you're going to see anyone move like us getting a starting a starting caliber player. That's I yeah. wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't want to break up this starting line. That's around. what I, I just. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's rare that that happens anyway. I wouldn't expect something like that. And this starting five has been so good, but. There's been games and there's been times all season where you you said you know you wanted another guy off the bench a yeah. guy that can come in can score can huh, do some. That's things. the name of the show. <laughs> plug <laughs> subtle plug subtle plug. <laughs> but which you can
0: listen to us on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe and leave a user review.
2: Yes, but there that's I think that there's there's room. I think there's going to be there's guys out there that could certainly come to washington and help that could help this team try to contend for that to make the finals or to compete for it um i I don't like throwing out names me either
0: but that's why i can't wait for it to end because there are like two names that everybody and myself have been thinking about and i want to see what they do to be able to say "Ooh, that's that's what i was thinking but If you go
1: through our Twitter mentions right now, you'd think that we were the general manager (laughs) based (laughs) on the things people tweeted us asking (laughs) us to make moves. This is a public service announcement. The social media team (laughs) for the Wizards does not make moves. no move we should put that in our twitter bio for goodness sakes
2: this yeah. time of year
0: yes you know ernie shares a building with us but that's about it that's about yep. it yeah
2: <laughs> that's that is that's about that's about where it <laughs> yeah. ends for our our decision making in the uh, in the whole process but uh yeah the, the deadline's in about a week now so yeah um so we'll see it kind of usually after all stars when a lot of that stuff goes down those yeah. couple of days off for, you know the team's off but the you know, there, there's going to be a lot of talks, a lot of rumors, stuff yeah. thrown out. Um, you know, the, in the last four or five years, the, wi- we, the Wizards have made a move right mm-hmm. at that deadline. If mm-hmm. you go back even Morris, back Morris, Sessions... Last year was Keefe. You know, before that, I remember the got. was what, uh, four years ago? Mm. Ramon Sessions. Gortat no, was, pre-season. was preseason. Right, pre- that's
0: true, preseason. Yeah, yeah, at
2: the deadline, remember Andre Miller was one year. Then yeah. he was traded, I think, for yeah. Sessions and the year so after. Yeah, yeah. I think it went that way. But I remember Sessions was one year. Andre Miller was one year. Even going back years to when they uh, got Nene. Mm-hmm. And Ariza. No. Was Ariza? No. Nene and Ariza? No, no, no. Ariza was with Okafor. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That my, was a, my bad. That was a trade bad. in the offseason, yeah. or in the summer. Yes. That was the no, summer. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But Nene was definitely a trade deadline. Nene was that Denver deal that, you know, mm-hmm. when JaVale and... Nick Young JaVale were all sent away. McGee, but McGee! Who's now playing on the Golden State Warriors and may win a championship. Maybe. He may get a run. He might lose to the Wizards crazy.
0: in the finals. Not a big deal. That would be great. This would be the third time Golden State and the Wizards or Bullets met in the finals. But that yeah, would be crazy.
2: But you think, my, I guess just finishing my point, is that this team, this, right now, this team is better than they've been since we've seen the last six years. Yeah. And every year, pretty much previous, they've been active on the trade deadline. So mm-hmm. you'd think. I would, I would say it's more likely, in my opinion, more likely than not. I think they're gonna add somebody yeah. to the to the second unit, and that's. I, don't I have agree any with that. Intel or I second that. That's really just an opinion based on what they've done in the past and where they are right now. Do we
0: get a third, Jacob? Third I
2: don't prediction?
1: know. No. I don't know.
2: I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna say I think so. I yeah. think, I think there's gonna be some acquisition because. I think when you do that it also sends a message to the guys on the team. Yeah. Not that they don't think they could win with who they have cuz I yeah. know they do, but um you you know same thing in baseball when they do that you send the message mm-hmm. to the team like we're we're yeah. behind this team we th- we wanted to add this guy cuz we think he'll make us yeah. better. Uh and we're playing for this year. I mean This year and the the near future. So
0: So we will see what the future holds for the Washington Wizards as they play one more game against the Indiana Pacers at Indiana before the All-Star break. And then they get that stretch run for the playoffs going, which will be very exciting. Just to go back to what Jeremy said, Uh, asked about at the end the last time the bullets or wizards won 50 games was almost 40 years ago that championship season 54 and 28 they've only won over 50 games five times in the franchise history which is not really good so that would be a benchmark that would be exciting to see them get over it'll be interesting to see if they could find a way to do that as they currently sit in a sweet spot of 33 and 21 uh, 12 games over 500. That'll do it for Off the Bench, for Jeremy Hyman and Jacob Rehm. I'm Jamoke Davis. Hope you all have enjoyed this first half or two-thirds of the Wizards season as we have. We look forward to uh, continuing this podcast after the All-Star break and a push to the playoffs. Hope you're listening. You can check us out on iTunes. Make sure you leave a review for us uh, and retweet as we send out our tweets to listen to the show. Uh, that's all for now, Kids. Ciao.